Welcome to the Leongcha Podcast. In today's episode, Sid and I discuss the question of are dogs overrated? Dogs are a super popular pet and many of us either have pet dogs ourselves or at least would consider getting a dog in the future. We talk about our experiences with dogs growing up, how we came to own our dogs, Evie and Ponyo, and also share our own personal worst parts and best parts of being dog owners. We're super glad you're here with us, and as always, we hope that this episode can be interesting and beneficial for you. Oh my! Welcome to Lifestyle, a podcast that enjoys some figurative tea that may be good for your mind, body, and soul. My name is Elam, and I'm joined by my co-host, Sid. And today, we'll be tackling the question of are dogs overrated? Seeing as Sid has recently become a dog owner and I've been one for the last couple of years. But before we get into that, how has your week been, Sid? My week has been pretty good, actually, because we were in lockdown for the last week. So I got to spend so much more time with Evie than compared to normal. Oh. Uh, and actually, I, I was actually kind of, um, I felt kind of sad this morning eh, when I had to go back to work. Oh yeah, like Evie was like just chilling in my lap, and then I'm just like, oh, like can't even take her out oh, for a goodbye, walk. Goodbye, because it was so dark this morning. Oh right, <laughs> it was windy. It was windy air this morning. Yeah, and it was windy airs, and then it's just like, oh man, like wish I could just like stay at home and just like, look after Evie. But because we came out of lockdown, you know, I did get to play some volleyball, so that was really fun. And yeah, I'm just really hoping and like touching like every word like. <laughs> all my fingers like yeah. that easter tournament like happens because like yeah. i'm like real hyped to like play oh um yeah speaking of easter yeah. tournament that'll be like our first i mean we're not playing the same sport but it'll be um an easter tournament that we're kind of participating in together yeah so that'll be that's pretty hype yeah originally i wasn't actually that hyped because i thought we would be playing at different venues and stuff so right. i just feel like oh yeah that's cool like we're playing like in our tournament but don't really get to see you kind of thing but then if we actually play the same venue that'll be pretty hype and also like shelton my younger brother's also playing yeah so it'll be hype as to like see him play in the tournament as well because i know yeah. he's like he's like pumped man <laughs> i mean it's pretty exciting like i think i'm a little bit numb to it just because i think i've been just like in the competitive sports scene for so many years yeah yeah so so it's like so it's just like it's just another one for you yeah 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 yeah. but then like because f- for you i know it's like you oh it's not your first volleyball tournament but it's your first easter tournament and like yeah. shelton as well like he's relatively new to the basketball scene so i can yeah i can imagine how hype it would be because it's yeah i mean it's pretty it's pretty exciting it's it's actually really cool because then like the, the chinese like um what do you call them association new zealand chinese new zealand chinese association yeah yeah yeah. they like put on like it's it's got pretty cool vibes like they put on like a little canteen and they sell you know like chop and um, oh do they yeah what yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. They've, oh, i don't know i don't know if it's still gonna happen with covid but normally they oh, right. you know they have like a little thing so between games you can go like and like get like a like nice oh, chinese that's hype. Feed. yeah it's pretty yeah it's pretty cool vibes Bro, i'm just getting even more hype now okay just fingers <laughs> crossed guys everyone make sure you scan your covid qr scanner thing yeah you know, stay home if you're sick like please <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. because I, I on that note um i also uh played some basketball uh, a couple of days ago kind of prepping for e- the easter tournament as well which is 
been good because I think my ankle health is getting it is getting better week on week but mm-hmm. every time after I play for like a prolonged period of time like the ankle is mm-hmm. just sore like right now it's pretty sore oh my but then while I was playing and I played for like two and a half hours it felt pretty, mm-hmm. pretty okay and that's good um yeah like functionally I think it's it's almost pretty much there like I I was like jumping and like grabbing the rim and everything again so feels pretty oh good. just just the, the, the subtle flex the little flex <laughs> <laughs> I mean, grabbing the rim is not very impressive, but um, just got to wait, wait for that. Wait for that jam. Wait for the dunk. Wait oh, let's go. <laughs> yeah. What else did you get up to? Um, oh, well, I guess the hype thing, and again, it's sports related, is um, my wife and I joined uh, the tennis club officially today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, in, our, in our new neighborhood, there's a tennis club, like literally walking distance like less than five minutes walk away yeah so it's also like right by the few that we usually walk upon you so um it's just so close so it's pretty cool like so we signed up and it's the first sports club that joe has ever kind of like signed up to because oh i think that just wasn't like a big part of her upbringing and right it's pretty cool like now to be able to just experience like this part of life alongside her like doing a sport right. that's like real new to me as well so right pretty hard so, for the future just- so kind of like me where I suddenly, I suddenly labeled a volleyball player and now Joe is a tennis player. Oh my, no. I mean, <laughs> I, thought, I think she doesn't want that. I don't, I don't think she wants that label till maybe a couple more months in, but um, eventually, yeah, yeah, eventually we'll get there. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully Shirley will join as well. And then uh, that'll be cool because... Oh, yeah. Yeah, we were talking about it. Shirley's kind of like, um, I don't know. I, I, I guess like me and joe have been and Shirley, like we've been friends kind of like for so long i mean obviously you as well okay. but then we still yeah. like hang out and then now we're like in tennis i feel like i mean Shirley's obviously a lot more experienced but then uh-huh. i feel like at the same time she hasn't played for so long that it doesn't feel like i'm that far behind her either i mean you can say that you can say that about her for badminton as well <laughs> oh <gasps> oh well i'm not saying oh. that about her in badminton because <laughs> but in tetris as well she's kind of like you know how we talk about how we like trash talk each other oh uh, yeah so she's kind of like our our the, like that that third rival in our marriage so she needs to join the tennis club uh cool so that's basically our catch up for this week um let us know how you guys are doing maybe you guys found this lockdown a little bit harder than others um yeah so make sure you guys uh follow us and message us on leongcha.podcast and yeah i'm actually editing the video of me making the um the the jumper for elam's birthday so hope you guys enjoy when i release it and should be pretty soon sweet yep um yeah and and i'm pretty hyped about that and i think that video is going to go up on my youtube channel and maybe that'll be the video oh, here that, we go. that gets me into the monetization monetization oh. realm oh no the weekly the weekly youtube plug <laughs> yeah the weekly plug <laughs> <laughs> um anyway i guess into today's topic we are talking about um you know dogs because like i said we're both honestly like sid's like super recent and i am i also consider myself like a recent dog owner um i never yeah. had i never grew up with a dog and I've, i guess we'll get into that a bit more but i only kind of yeah. became a dog owner in the last couple of years 
Um, mm. And we thought we'd tackle it by asking the question or answering the question uh, uh, is being, or are dogs as pets overrated? Because mm. I think there's been a lot of hype over it, especially with lockdown. So mm-hmm. uh, we, I mean, Sid knows because the, the prices of puppies just kind of like soared. Yeah. So, it's booming, man. Yeah, like, it's booming. Healthy puppies, healthy prices. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> yeah. So um, it's kind of like, yep, we can't go overseas if we're just stuck here. Oh yeah, let's get a dog. Like, just seems to be the thing to do at the moment. So, yeah. I guess if there's anyone you guys out there that are thinking the same thing, or you're like, oh, should I get a dog in the future? Or maybe you already have one and you want to see what mm. we think, then this this is what we're gonna tackle in this podcast to see if getting a dog or owning a dog is all it's uh, hyped out to be. Yeah, maybe we can kick things off by just sharing like a bit of like our history with dogs oh yeah um so maybe i'll start this one um because okay. i never like grew up with a dog like my my family friends didn't really have dogs um and if they did um like, i remember this one specific family friend he they had like a german shepherd yeah obviously as a kid like german shepherds are pretty big like, yeah like i remember it was kind of sad actually um because like we were pretty scared of the dog but we kind of wanted to play with it. Yeah. But in the end, what ended up happening was we didn't want the dog to be too close to us. Yeah. So me and Charlton, I don't know why, they just left two unsupervised kids with a dog, like yeah. fully adult German Shepherd. And like we end up like kicking the ball like at the dog. Oh my. That's like a deflated, it's like a deflated chew toy. Oh my, wait, 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 were you guys in the same field <laughs> or was the dog like in a... No, it's like in the backyard of the of my family friend's house. Right. Yeah. What? So what, so what then, happened when you kicked the ball at the dog? I don't know. It wasn't really that phase. It's just like, oh, so it's my chew toy. But did he bring it to you or nah? Kind of, I guess. <laughs> I can't I can't even remember. I just remember the kicking part. I don't even remember oh what happened afterwards. Animal cruelty. <laughs> yeah. And actually, actually, that memory didn't even turn out even better because um, at one point, the dog thought we were playing and then um it chased us um and then so we ran inside and then the and then the the dog kept chasing us yeah inside and we were like freaked out like we thought we were going to get attacked or like oh, really like or bitten yeah 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 so i actually kind of grew up like not being super comfortable with dogs and i think yeah. that's quite like normal for like a lot of people that never really interacted with dogs or pets in general like yep. growing up, you just don't really know how to interact. You don't know what's sort of acceptable or like, you know, like if you put your fingers near it, like, um, you know, is it going to bite it? Like that kind of stuff. Right. So, yeah, I mean, that's basically, so I basically kind of grew up as the, as a casual person that never interacted with dogs. Oh, yeah. Um, well, for myself, I, yeah, I also didn't grow up with, with a dog. I... I think my earliest memory of interacting with the dog was I was playing in a field um, right opposite my childhood house. And then a person had just like let their dog off leash. And oh. I think it was like maybe like a Labrador or something. And it was just mm-hmm. super friendly. And I remember it was running at me. Mm-hmm. And then I remember like, I, I don't know, I was, I was like a fairly, fairly fearless kid. So then I was just like, mm-hmm. oh, like it's a dog, like time to pet it. And then, but then yeah. when the dog, like it basically kind of jumped up kind of like and i think i'm pretty sure it was in, like, in a friendly way kind of like jumped up but then i was yeah. just a kid so it basically like bowled me over 
oh my and it was like on top of me and then like yeah. the owners had to come and like grab it and stuff and i was just like flustered as oh my um and i think that was my earliest memory uh but then apart from that i generally remember whenever i'd go to someone's house and if they had a dog i'd be pretty hyped to try play with it yeah um yeah. and i didn't kick balls at it but i <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna fire shots <laughs> um another memory i have is um one of our friends i mean our mutual friend like grace and rebecca like they had a dog oh. like a pretty big dog it was a german shepherd as well oh, yeah. actually um yeah. shout out to rika and i remember when we'd go over like in high school yeah be like this like massive dog and then yeah I, and it was like super friendly but then I, I just remember like thinking oh like like this dog like i'd love to play with this dog more but then like the sense like the dog smell is so strong that oh like if i play with it like my clothes are gonna get wrecked like i have to wash my clothes and then i have to like wash right like, i don't know like feels like i have to like, wash down pretty hard Man, yeah that's pretty surprising because I don't, I don't realize like smell was like that much of a ter- deterrent for you. Because, because normally like for people, if they're if they're scared of interacting with dogs, it's like, yeah. oh, I don't want to be bitten or like they're overwhelming. Like right. especially if a big dog tries to like jump on you, then it's like right. kind of scary. Yeah, but like, yeah, for me, for me, it's smell. Like I, I feel like oh, and then that's actually, um, I mean, yeah, that's one of the reasons why I don't think I can ever own a like a big dog or a dog that yeah or a dog that sheds and is smelly not because i don't think they're great dogs but because i feel like i won't be able to give them the amount of affection that i want to or that they deserve i don't know in their life right because then right i'll be thinking like if i'm about to go out and i want to give them a goodbye pet i'll be like if i pet them i have to go and wash my hands and then like do this and do that and then if i like give them a little like hug then i gotta like go change my t-shirt and then like yeah yeah so yeah, that's it. That's very interesting because I I don't think it, smell was ever like a big deal for me because it's almost like um, I don't associate it as a bad smell. It's right, like, oh yeah, right, dogs right, right. dogs smell like this, so like it is what it is kind of thing. Right, 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 right. Oh yeah. So that's yeah. So so that's probably just like a maybe I'm just especially precious on that point, and I, I don't know why it, right. it was always like a thing that stood out to me. Yeah. Yeah. So then when when thinking of getting a dog later it was always oh like that's pretty much my only conditions is not non-shedding <laughs> yeah, and non-shedding. non-shedding and non-smelly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice um yeah but that's pretty much it, uh, all the way up until um like i actually i guess became a dog owner later okay so so i mean you've kind of taken the listeners on you know the journey with you from oh non-dog owner to dog owner yeah but i guess if you were to summarize how you came to be a dog owner and like some of the reasons behind it and what kind of made you finally you know pull the trigger what what what, what would that be oh man i i don't think it was actually one major reason but just like like an accumulation i guess yeah many small different factors so i guess one of the first things was at our old house Shirley and I, we've always kind of just, we kind of just talked about it very briefly about having a dog, but uh, ultimately I don't think we were in the right position or like maturity yet. And also the, the, at the last place we had, it was quite close to the main street. 
Yeah. So we're just concerned that, you know, if anything happened, like we, we don't know what we would do. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also didn't have a gate on our um, driveway. Yeah. So physical, so my physical environment like wasn't conducive to having one. Mm-hmm. So we moved to our new house and, you know, it's got a big lawn and, you know, we, we didn't buy it to, you know, to, so that we could have a pet. Yeah. But after we bought it, we're like, oh, like, you know, these doors have actually opened and our mm-hmm. physical environment isn't a barrier anymore. Yeah. So then we started considering a bit more and I think uh, a little bit, I'd say, actually, I think maybe one, a big proponent is definitely like COVID. Yeah. So originally we were considering moving overseas. So mm. um, that can't happen uh, anymore. I mean, it can, but it doesn't not. seem quite right with us. Yeah. So, and then we wanted to take on a new challenge as well. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, with looking towards the future and like having a kid and stuff. And, you know, people always kind of talked about like having, how having a puppy was like a bit of a warm up. And yeah, and just seeing like how much um, happiness and joy like it was bringing like you and a couple of our other friends. Yeah. Like, oh, maybe we should like consider it a little bit more seriously. Yeah. And and then we got on the hype train and been on it ever since. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, once you get on, you can't get off. <laughs> it might be bumpy, but you're still like holding on for dear life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's a pretty good summary. So it all happened like pretty quick, eh? I don't know if pretty quick describes it accurately because, oh, well, actually, I think from when we moved into our house to actually getting Evie, it was basically like a full month. So that's pretty quick. I don't know. I feel like that's super quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like especially such a big like life change. It's just like oh yeah, okay, move house. Yeah. Okay, tick. All right, new dog. <laughs> okay tech got him yeah so that's basically my journey of becoming a dog owner so what about you yeah for me i always felt like it was like i always felt like as soon as i grew up i was going to have a dog so in my mind it was always going to happen well really Um, like from like when you're a kid yeah because when i was a kid i actually always wanted a dog but then my parents weren't keen for pets and um, the only reason right. I had a cat growing up was because shout out Michael was because our family friend, um, like their cat had like a litter. Right. And then they were like giving away kittens. Right. So then somehow we ended up taking on two kittens. It was Wait, actually, what? Really? Yeah. So they were just from our family friend. Wait, so what happened to the other kitten then? Oh yeah. So the other one, shout out, her name was Kitty. <laughs> oh my um, <laughs> <laughs> and these names were Michael and, and um yeah they were already called that when we got them and we just ran with them and um oh, okay so pretty much what happened was kitty was technically mine and michael was my brother's but then we just kind of co-owned them right and what one thing that used to happen was uh at the end of term breaks and we'd go back to school our cats huh? would kind of we used to walk yep. to school and our cats would kind of follow right. us and that and we were like we felt right. pretty cool because it's like well companions but then the problem is um, Kitty enjoyed school so much after arriving there that she just ended up staying at school right. at Farm Curve Intermediate where my brother was Really? Going. So Yeah, because... So you couldn't find her? No, we could, but she would just go to school and then like kids would feed her like snacks and stuff, I think. And then she, I think right. she just liked the school. So 
she just basically stayed there and then like didn't go home and um yeah it got pretty official to the point where she even got her own like page on the school book she was like the the official school cat yeah well that's that's pretty epic though um so i guess that was the first celebrity from from our family but what happened was like during term breaks we would be worried about her because there'd be no one to feed her so we'd go to school right. and like pick her up and like take her home. <laughs> but then once oh, turn yeah. break, once turn break would finish, she would follow us to school again and then stay at right. school <laughs> and then go back and get the gains. Um, yeah, and then it's quite, <laughs> and then and then pretty much it's, it's it's quite it ends in tragedy because she ended up being run over by a teacher in the car park. Oh, yeah. So then that's yeah, um, that was the end of Kitty, and so Michael was really the only cat out of like that you guys all have interacted with because he's yeah. a cat that was stayed with our family probably yeah. like yeah that that cat was like so loyal man i mean in contrast to his mm-hmm. sister i guess he was seem super loyal but <laughs> 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 um anyway but anyway I, I actually like although my cat was awesome i always wanted a dog because i just felt like dogs yeah just hit different than cats um so when joe like and then i knew that joe was like like loved dogs as well because she'd always had dogs growing up Mm. so pretty much i think maybe if i can backdate it like three years into dating um her her and her sister just decided to like get a dog not for the family Mm -hmm. so that's pazi so they just like bought a like did their research and then bought a schnauzer and yeah. I was, I, I went with them when they went to pick him up, like pick him out of like the, um, you know, the, the little puppies and you know, like, so I, I've pretty much been there with Pazu since day one and like through all the training. And, right. Um, so I kind of feel like, although Pazu is not officially my dog, he's kind of like my first dog. Right. Um, so now he lives with Joe's mom and we still like, obviously yeah. hang out with him a lot. And, um, mm how i got ponyo was i actually so funny thing is when me and joe were dating um there was this mm-hmm. dude called landon in our in, in our friends group who had recently proposed yep. and right how he told his proposal story was he like once asked his fiance like his then girlfriend you know how she would want to be proposed to and right. then she i don't actually remember what she said but she said something and then Essentially, he mm-hmm. took that idea and kind of like evolved it and into how he eventually proposed right. to her. So then, right because of that, I was just driving the car with Joe and I was just like, oh, like, so if I were to propose, like, what do you want kind of thing? Mm-hmm. And then she thought for a while and then she basically said like, hmm, like puppies, I think. <laughs> just because she like... Jeez. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I was just like, oh my God. Right. Um, and then, and then, bro. So when I was like preparing to propose, I like racked my brain so yeah. hard to like, I'm like, oh my, like, do I go talk to like a breeder and see if I can just like get a whole litter of puppies, like, yeah, in a room or something? Or, them, eh? Yeah, I'm like, oh, right. what should I do? And then, so then, what I settled on, like, the idea I settled on was I was just gonna buy a puppy as part of the proposal. Right. That would be right, like, right, right. Like, like that would be our my family dog. Right. And that's basically how I became a dog owner is I bought Ponyo and proposed. <laughs> and then, and then Man, I got to say, imagine, 
imagine if you weren't clear or like if you didn't know the answer like oh yeah you're just in that type of relationship where it's a little bit risky about asking and if you like reject it you just be like oh my like uh, what, oh my. what do i do with this puppy like yeah. the puppy just every time you look at your puppy you just be like rejection oh my oh my but i mean that should never happen in a healthy relationship so all yeah. goods no <laughs> yeah and i and i actually tried to trick i tried to troll joe because um i took out like a, a soft toy puppy and i was just like oh and i was like yeah because you said you wanted puppies but like i asked your mom and then like she said that you know they didn't really want a second dog in their house at the moment so this is the best i could do for right. now and then i could see that she's like oh she, she's like com- like happy but sad because obviously you know i just proposed so then she's kind of happy but then, yeah, but then yeah but then she's like oh my like it's not a real dog i could i could feel so conflicted for her yeah and then and then i turned around and then like busted out ponyo who was just like sleeping and oh in a shoebox that had holes cut in it and um yeah so Shout out, shout out. I can sorry, shout out to clarify. Yeah. Cause yeah, because it's kind of concerning. But now shout out to my parents who helped out a lot on the day. Like my mom drove with me to yeah. like YQ in the morning and then like picked her up and took care of Ponya for the whole day and like like put her yeah, like behind the rock where I told them to put yeah. her. And then um, yeah, and like supervised yeah, her like super far away. So that was pretty cool. Anyway, so that's basically how I came to um how Pazio and Ponyo came into my life. Nice. Like having a dog is like pretty awesome, but it's also there's also like the responsible side of it where you have to like look after it and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's so not, it's not all positives. Yeah, it's not all sunshine and rainbow. So what do you what do you reckon is like the worst part of being a dog owner? Hmm. Um for me, it's probably like there's quite a an element of unpredictability to it. Right. Um, I would say like life itself already you know, has plenty of unpredictable elements, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, your health is never guaranteed. Um, you know, you never know with like job security or um, like family situations or like different things in life are already like can be unpredictable. And like, I guess those things can really throw the spanner in your future plans and, and whatnot. But, mm. um, and I guess mm. owning a pet or owning a dog really just adds to that because, you never know when they're going to need uh, like suddenly, oh, they've got to have like their teeth removed, which actually happened to Pazu. You never mm. know if they suddenly have this sickness that you got to like take care of. And, and like that stuff isn't cheap. And then, yeah. <clears throat> and then like pet insurance kind of sucks as far as like they, they hardly cover anything. So it still costs you quite a lot. And then, oh, like even, <laughs> like even yesterday, Cause we were yeah. going to have, um, like a good friend, like, um, like Freddie and Mindy, their, their puppy was well, not really a puppy anymore, but their dog just turned one. So we were just going to like, do like a dog hangout thing at your house mm. and just get the dogs to play mm-hmm. with each other. And then right as we were about to leave, I, we found like a flea on Pazu. Oh, and then we were just like, Oh my gosh, like freaking heck. Like, I hate fleas. And then, so we were like, <laughs> Oh my gosh, what do we do? Like, we can't take them. Should we try to like clean them right away? And then like, hopefully that'll kill all the fleas and then we can take them. And then it was just like a yeah. hectic as like hour and a half where like I went to like try buy flea shampoo, but there wasn't any. And then I like researched and then apparently normal soap can just kill them. So I bought flea treatment, like washed them to the flea treatment. And then like 
like lay them down to try like inspect every inch of their fur to find like fleas mm. and then yeah um so that was just like a pretty hectic experience where yeah it's just like yeah, it sounds kinda, pretty just kind of like came out of nowhere so i would say that's probably um <clears throat> probably like one of the not so nice things about being a dog owner is right uh, it's just like that extra element of unpredictability to life so mm. if your life is I, I would say this to like if you're considering getting a dog and you feel like you already are getting tossed around in life and you can't handle like the uncertainty of it then I'm not sure if being a dog owner would be for you at this <laughs> at this moment in yeah because there's already a lot to adjust to and then you're like adding another layer that you can't control so you're just going to be even more tossed <laughs> Yeah, how about how about you? And your relatively short tenure as a dog owner, what has been the mm. a, a downside? The most frustrating thing for me at the start was definitely not being able to communicate with Evie. Like at the start, Evie would be barking or like doing things which I was that which I didn't think was like good. Yeah. But then because we haven't built that relationship or bond yet, um, like she didn't know what I wanted to wanted from her. And then, like, I was trying to get her to do stuff, but she, like, but then I wasn't reading her body language correctly either. Yeah. So, yeah, like, that was so frustrating, especially the first night because, um, which isn't actually super related, but, like, the first night of having her, like, she was just barking and, like, yelling and, like, whining, like, heaps in her crate. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, it's pretty understandable. Like, she's away from her family. Like, it's dark. You know, she doesn't feel safe. So, she, that's why she's, like, you know, crying off a storm. So actually the first couple of nights when she was at our place, it was mm. just so tough. Like you're waking up and it would be hard to sleep. And I, and I just felt sleep deprived like the whole time. Oh my, like, yeah. the whole first week, I just, I just felt wrecked. It's like, a, it, yeah, it's like a mini version of having a baby, right? Because I think when people have kids, they just have to exist yeah. in, in that state of sleep yeah. deprivation for like months on end yeah yeah so i can't but, even like i know i just had like i had a pretty good like she she would sleep through the night maybe like four or five days in whereas i know with like like not all dogs are created the same obviously yeah. so like some of those dogs would take like way longer to adjust and yeah, yeah i just can't it was pretty tough eh? would that be part of like a larger downside of just like it takes that time and effort to really train your puppy because yeah. Yeah, they don't know anything. Like they, they literally learn everything and take their cues off of what you guys do and your yeah. interactions with her. So that can be like a good or a bad thing, but it is yeah. like quite a, you know, quite a tall task. Yeah, I'd say yeah, I I hundred percent agree. And I think the worst part of being a dog, one worst part as well that's related to this communication part is like you need to have like a lot of patience. Yeah, because I know for myself, you know, obviously if Evie's being nice and you know not, not trying to chew everything that's in the room, and like peeing in the right spots and all that stuff, like you know, like that's like all good, right? Like yeah. the dog ownership then is like chill as yeah. But it's when you're trying to discipline them or trying to teach them something, and yeah. like just needing the extra patience. Because ultimately, what I've what I've really found out in the last couple of weeks is like the end goal of your dog or the final form of your dog is really dependent on how patient and how caring you are. Yeah. Cause like you can get to a point where you're like, Oh yeah, she's doing that. But 
I don't really care. Like it's not mm. too damaging and yeah. not that annoying. So I'm like, I'll just let it slip. Mm. Whereas um yeah, if I wanted it if I wanted to like really achieve that higher standard, then I have to like put be in the work. a bit more uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's so true. Uh, I guess yeah. Yeah, because I guess one example for me is like so one thing with um feeding Evie is like you need to like dogs can develop resource guarding. And I'm sure if you're looking into getting a puppy, like this is one of the things that you're gonna learn about. Yeah. And so to prevent it, um basically the dog it really treasures things which are important to it. Yeah. So if you try to take it away from it, then it becomes very protective. Yeah. So um so one example is Evie can kind of snarl a little bit when she's yeah. eating. Yeah. And that's usually a telltale sign sign. And you know, at the start um i'm like you know i'll be pretty strict with it but now yeah. it's like i can't even be bothered like putting my hand over if it's like more than three times i'm like oh yeah she's kind of got it like she'll be all good right right right, right, right. <laughs> whereas i should just i should be more persistent and like just you know try to test her as much as i can yeah um but yeah she's been pretty good the last couple of weeks i mean that being said if you do it three times i mean i feel like three times a meal is is decent reps yeah yeah, it's decent. Rips. Well, no, that, well, that's the thing. It's because she's eating so fast now. Yeah, I'm just like, you know, you know, two times is fine. Like, I'm basically, I'm not, I'm, I can't even bother blocking that extra like two kibble on her bowl because <laughs> she's actually just, she's actually just like inhaling the food. Yeah. <laughs> oh my. Yeah, I think that's like a, a big reason why my dogs are like super food oriented. Is because we did that a right. lot as well, like in the early yeah. days. Yeah, I think that is a good example. Just we could probably summarize this at the end, but as far as like this would be a huge factor as to whether or not a dog is overrated yeah. or having a dog is overrated. I think it highly depends on how the dog is trained. Yeah. So if the dog is trained well, I mean this is kind of just yeah. like jumping straight to the conclusion. Like if a dog is trained well, it's not going to be overrated, like it's legit. Mm. But then if it's not trained well, oh man, I can imagine like the amount yeah. of like trouble it can Stress. bring a family yeah. it's like it's pretty tough <laughs> all right well that wraps up today no but what what, what um, <laughs> yeah what before but before we get into that I, I guess delving into the details of that though like do you have a couple more um like downsides yeah so i think i think it's almost like a double-edged point because it's like a bad point and a good point but one yeah. One thing that was really good about getting Evie and one also bad thing is that it's impacting my schedule a little bit more than I expected. Yeah. So as well as, you know, giving Evie as much attention as I can um, and in the right dosage and making sure she, um, you know, goes out to potty. Like I, like I make sure that, you know, she's not just like, hold, like held up in a crate the whole time. Yeah. Um, but actually it means I've got a lot less freedom with my time yeah. and how I spend it. And yeah. it just adds another party that I need to consider. Yeah. Cause before it's like, okay, so Monday night I can do this Tuesday night I can do this. But now another factor that's coming in is like, oh, okay. Monday night, who's looking after Evie. Yeah. And it's like me or Shirley. And then it's making sure that if there's things that we want to try achieve during the evening, then the other person kind of needs to sacrifice their time to look after mm. Evie. Yeah. And then, yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's like developing that extra communication in your marriage yeah. as well, which is probably yeah. helpful for like future kids and all that. <laughs> yeah. So that's why actually it was, it was a good point because then it reminded me we wanted to take on a new challenge and we're basically getting that challenge right now. Yeah. And it's helping us develop and become more prepared. Yeah. Um, like for the future. 
Yeah, I think that's a big one. And I think even even when your dogs are old, like older, I think it's always that consideration mm-hmm. because like something me and Joe, we always say we're like, we're, we're kind of Ponyo's world. You know, like right. when she wakes up, yeah, you know, like it's just yeah. us. Like, 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 yeah, she has Pazu and like other like people that she's familiar with, but really yeah. like, you know, we're her kind of like her masters and like her world. So if we yeah. leave her by herself at home for like ex- like however many hours, like five six hours, that's just like us being ducks. <laughs> I don't know, like like there's no like there's no way around it. Um, yeah, like you just have to. Like she doesn't uh, have a choice, right? Kind of. Yeah, thing. yeah, 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 yeah. Like you you make all her decisions for her. Like she can't just. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and then um um yeah, so that's just always a consideration, like for for mm. anything. But yeah, thankfully we do like we've built in some pretty like good. I guess arrangements in our life like dog sitting arrangements with family mm. and all that so that hasn't been too bad but I guess that kind of links into a downside for me is and it's quite it's a little bit related to to before but as well as the uncertainty it just adds in I guess it adds in another certainty which is the certainty of additional life admin right so it's just when you have a dog you have more things to care about you know you got to think about um, if your dog needs mm. grooming, you know, where they're going to get grooming from mm. that'll cost money. Um, you know, when they're going to have their checkups or, you know, like you got to get them food, you got to like, there's just things that you have extra things in life that you have to do. It's just extra responsibilities. Yeah. So like, we're going to get into all the good things about having a dog like pretty soon, but despite all of that, it does make life busier. It does mm. add things you yeah, have to 100%. do. hundred percent so that's definitely another thing yeah if you're if you're at max capacity in your life and you're like already feel like you don't have the time to do anything then that'd be a good reason to kind of pause and consider if if having a dog is right for you in your life Mm. i think um and saying that as well when you mentioned the dog sitting part i think that's one thing that we haven't quite sussed out yet and I, i remember it very vividly at the start when we first got Evie and it was like such a big shock because um, it felt like we were like chained or like yeah. we couldn't do things with the same sort of freedom as we had before. Yeah. So an example was like, I was thinking about like, Oh, I've wanted to go to Wellington for quite a while, but we just been too lazy to plan a trip. Yeah. And now that we've got Evie, it's like, crap, I don't even know when I can go Wellington anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think I was pretty, I think I was being like quite, like over dramatic at that point because I was just kind of a bit stressed. Yeah, it was, um, it was hitting you like a bit overwhelming at the start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, obviously now like we've got friends and we've got people that can help like come and just take Evie out if she's um, at home and stuff. So that's yeah. been like really good. Yeah, I yeah. reckon once the key is once she's potty trained, then a lot of doors mm. can open up. Because if yeah. she can stay the night at someone's house, then it becomes a lot easier. Yeah, I think um actually one 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 I think another worst part I should probably bring up is um and we mentioned it before but like raising a puppy actually takes a lot of work, so right. I mean it's very easy to see a puppy online and it's like oh it's so cute yeah thing. yeah but you don't see the unglamorous parts of being a dog owner yeah and if you don't have the time and energy then and you still want a dog then yeah. like consider like an older dog maybe because that's already like, puppies it. yeah like I, I remember i was just on on reddit like reading um about puppy training and stuff so there's this reddit called um puppy 101 
Yeah. And it's not particularly just about puppy training, but more about like people that um, are having a tough time. Yeah. Like training their puppies. Yeah. And, and actually it's very common on that Reddit uh, subreddit. Uh, like people talk about puppy blues. Yeah. So, I mean, puppy blues is almost like, it's, it's actually quite common in a lot of like new dog owners. Cause basically you go in of the hype of like, Oh, I can finally own a dog. Yeah. You know, I've dreamt of having a dog forever. And then the reality of owning and raising a puppy hits you. Yeah. And then you get like depressed because yeah. it's not what you imagined it to be. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, at the start it was tough because we were surely, this was surely nice first pet as well. Yeah. So we were like trying to navigate a lot of things like, like trying to figure out, oh, is she barking because she wants attention or is she barking because she needs to go pee? And yeah. then making sure that we're, um, looking after her the right way and like mm. just a lot of things like juggle, trying to juggle a lot of things yeah and and along with like that feeling of like your schedule cha- changing and like being chained and all that yeah and I, I remember actually feeling like that and i mentioned it before as well was like on the first night when she's howling and stuff i was just like crap like do we make the right decision yeah and i was still like that for the first like couple of weeks or couple of days because right. you'd have like these high highs but like quite low lows as well yeah um especially when they're testing your patience a little bit. Yeah. Speaking of like the unglamorous yeah. moments, like when you said the other day about how, you know, you just weren't looking at Evie for a second and then you heard the slurping sound. Yeah. And you turn around yeah. and then she's just drinking her own pee that she just like had an accident. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh, like <laughs> that's pretty, um, that would be like the definition of an unglamorous moment. Yeah. I mean, I, I wasn't even like that bad. I didn't even feel that bad. Hey, eh? like it wasn't, for me, it wasn't like, like it's kind of gross that she's looking her MP, but it's more like crap. She had an accident. Yeah, and I had to like clean up the mess. Yeah, but actually, there was I don't know. It's like a big brain. It's like a small brain, but big brain moment because she peed like inside, but she actually peed on the plastic part. So, um, I could actually clean it up pretty quickly. Oh, so then, oh hi. Yeah, did I mean, she, I mean, <laughs> she, she still shouldn't have peed. But, yeah, yeah, and I mean that's the hardest part at the moment because I have to supervise her, like keep a keen keen eye on her as much as I can, so that I can like train those good behavior. Um, and like if I if I miss like the couple of seconds, like the 20, 30 seconds of her sniffing around, like which means that she wants to go out and pee or poo, yeah, then like she's just gonna do it because she doesn't know any better. Right. Yeah. So I guess that that's a little bit about you know some of the the tougher parts of owning a dog mm, why don't we jump yeah. into you know the good sides you know and the and the pluses of owning a dog yeah and then you i guess us off yeah yeah and then i guess well, once we balance off the these two aspects then we can answer that question um of you know are dogs overrated i would say one of the best things like one of the best things of having a dog is straight up just their joy right like my dog is just, um, and I don't know if it's just my dog, but I feel like dogs in general, they're just like so happy. Like they're just, yeah. they're just such like joyful creatures. They're, they're just like, happy to be around it. They're just happy to be alive. Yeah. And to like, to see you and to like eat food. Like yeah. they're just so happy. And it's like, and then seeing them happy makes me happy. Right. Um, like I wake up and then, you know, the first thing I see is like, as soon as Ponyo senses like, me waking up you know she'll wake up yeah. like she'll get up and then like her tail will be wagging and she'll be like looking at me and like all like coming right up to yeah, me yeah it's just so cute she'll, it's almost like i can like sense her being like oh like yes like what are we gonna get up to now 
and then yeah and then like you know we go out for a walk and then when i let her off leash on the field and then she kind of prances around and uh-huh. just like run, runs around and then just yeah. seeing her like so happy and then she'll come back to me with like i don't know it just looks like a huge like grin on her face yeah and then <laughs> she just seems like she's having like the best time you know like the best time of her life and then i don't know it's just like in those moments yeah, it's, I pretty, just, it's pretty inf- yeah i just feel so happy it's pretty, like, yeah it's just like I, can, I feel so happy that i can bring joy to like another creature like this much yeah like it's, yeah. it's so infectious say eh? like how yeah. happy they are yeah and yeah, it just, yeah, makes yeah. You, it just brightens your day as well yeah 100 percent. like that's probably like the biggest thing it's just like no matter like what else like if work's going crap or like something's going crap but then because she's so happy to see me and like just be around me mm. like it just makes me happy yeah so i'd say that's oh, probably like oh are we getting deep well is it is that like the classic like asian parenting thing or maybe not classic but but it's like they're just happy who you are like it's not about the accomplishments you have or the positions you have they're oh, yeah. just happy that you're around what bro is this is this is isn't this like not classic asian parenting yeah that's not, no, no, that's not what I, mean. <laughs> I feel like is it classic asian parenting like you know I mean, like not- you have to succeed to earn their love and like <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> and be successful and like sorry, sorry, i should have been the antipical antipical oh okay okay yeah. so, so because this is not because this is like opposite to like classic asian parenting yeah it hits even harder because it's just like yeah it hits even harder it's like, oh yeah oh. It's, it's just like i'm not even doing anything special you know like i don't need to be i all i need to do is just be myself yeah. and you know like spend time with her and then she's just like yeah the happiest like so happy oh, oh. so i think that oh. that that alone is just such a for me like such a quality of life upgrade like it's such a plus <laughs> it's just like it makes lot. that's why people are buying like this is what people imagine i think when they uh what it's like our covid lockdown or like why not have a dog mm. and i'm like i'm 100 yeah. percent in agreement i'm like my lockdown life is so good because i mean i get to spend time with my wife and that's great but then we also have <laughs> but actually the dog no but we also have ponyo <laughs> to like complete like our trifecta and it's just like just like oh yeah to the next level so yeah yeah i think that's what feels yeah i'd say that's probably my probably my top point like my first point and what comes to mind is yeah just the joy that she and i feel like a lot of dogs are like that yeah yeah like i think i've shared the story before but um i don't know if it's because my dog is deaf and she was just born that way but Mm. um Mm. so she always likes to like see us and have us in her line of vision yeah and i don't know if it's related but whenever we go out for a while like i don't she doesn't have separation anxiety or anything because she's not barking or anything as we leave but you can tell she's sad and then when we come back she she's like so cute eh? like she's almost like crying in happiness right she would be like nuzzling us and being like 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 kind of like crying in happiness (laughs) like like And it's just like, oh my, like, oh, it's really cute. Yeah, that's that's a huge thing for me. What about you? Uh, so because I've only had Evie for a couple of weeks, I think one of the best parts at the moment is definitely seeing how she's growing. Yeah. So, you know, there's like a lot of, yeah, it's just, it's just amazing to see like how much she's like adjusting like to her new environment. Yeah. So, you know, obviously at the start, like she was wailing and crying and stuff. But now, um, you know, she comes to us um, when we call her name and you know like even doing like doing tricks and stuff like that's cool but i think when you see her like offer behavior that 
you didn't ask for and it's like oh like this feels good yeah so yeah it's just it's just really cute to see her like and you can kind of see her like thinking as well yeah as well so when when evie when evie's thinking and i think it's a characteristic of like a westie is like they like um rotate their head a little bit or like they yeah, put oh, their head to one side so cute yeah so then and I get, <laughs> so i get like when you see that she's like ears are like churning churning yeah and like working and yeah. then she like figures it out and then like does the right thing and just like Ooh. oh my like she's a, she's genius like <laughs> do i have a prodigy and then, <laughs> and then she has an accident <laughs> oh, my. oh my yeah we yeah me and joe to say that all the time i think we're like those crazy dog parents at home i'll always be like Joe, she's a right. genius. What do you mean? I'll just be like, oh, she's right. a genius. <laughs> <laughs> because a lot of stuff, like, we yeah. never actually, like, we haven't been able to train her with, like, obviously, like, a lot of the classic dog training things, you know, like, mm. with your, like, verbal cues. So then yeah. we really haven't trained her much at all because you can't really, right. like, you can only use, like, body language. And we haven't, we've never, like, intentionally yeah. put her certain signs. But then just right. over the years and just because like, I don't know, because of our bond, it feels like she can read our body yeah. language like really well. And then she like, oh, yeah. knows what she's supposed to do and not supposed to do. And it's just like, yeah, just feels, and we're just like, oh my, she's so smart. Yeah, it's like, pretty oh, she's a genius. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember when like, obviously potty training is like one of the most important parts of a puppy's development. And I, I remember it was like the first couple of times when Evie would go pee or poo like after the crate just yeah. like oh my like like she's actually getting it like yeah. it's not just a fluke like because at yeah. the start it's like oh okay maybe she just you know, she's busting so she just does it but then like realizing that she made a conscious decision to like hold on hold it and then just like oh my yeah this feels good man no no i can relate with that yeah just seeing the growth though it's kind of like, like you can feel that pride in your family member i mean this is like really related to my last point but yeah it's just having that like life companion vibe you know i always feel like um mm. you know for me whenever i played like a video game or something you know that's why they like a lot of video games that like, implement like pets and all that just because it's like gangster to have like mm. you know like a yeah. companion and it just makes you like feel like yeah i don't know i feel i don't know if it's like inherently like like the, the man's best friend thing but it just feels cool to have like a pet that you have a bond with yeah um and i think it's yeah. hard to describe what that feels like but just having that that animal companion versus just like you know your spouse which is just like a completely different relationship mm. but just having that animal companion um it just adds a whole new type of relationship to your life that you can't really experience with yeah. other humans yeah and yeah, you just experience things so so much differently as well. Eh? It's hard to put in the word. Like, like the fact that basically whenever I look down when I'm at home, I mean, unless Ponyo's yeah. chilling with Joe, like there's just my dog there. And then her default yeah. is to just sleep next to me. It's just, it's just, a, it's, it's just like a life upgrade. Like, it's just like, how can I ever feel lonely? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just never lonely. Like, I'm, I'm all good. Yeah. Like, I'm so happy just staying at home, like watching NBA yeah. and then like, letting Ponyo have a nap on me while I take a nap as well. It's just like, yeah, Ooh. yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cute when, because Evie's, I've had a couple of moments where Evie, like, has lied on me as well. And yeah. it's like, she's like resting as well. Yeah, I think, I think another thing I relate to in the life companion part is, because at the moment as well, it feels like I'm showing her or like teaching her about the world. And I know yeah. I'll probably feel like that with my kid as well in the future. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, it's like, like hyping, just like hyping the world up. And it just makes the world so much more brighter. 
for myself as well. Yeah. It's like, yes, Evie, this is grass. Or yeah. like, yeah, that's a playground. Like, <laughs> like, and like, you know, she, like, cause like she'll like, uh, especially when, cause we'll start off walking her yeah. and she'll pause to like, look at stuff that she's never seen before. And it's yeah. like, man, like you take, you take, we take so many things for granted. Like, yeah, it's like, like she's looking at a cyclist and a van and then obviously like different kinds of people. Yeah. I mean, just like, there's just so many things in the world that, I mean, because we've like grown up and seen everything, then we kind of like get used to it. Yeah. Actually, a funny thing that we're trying to overcome, help Evie overcome at the moment is like, mm-hmm. she's really scared of um, rubbish bins because <laughs> um, one time Shirley was walking her and then yeah. she was taking the our bin up back to our house. Yeah. And because of that rolling sound, like oh, she was like freaking out. Right, and then right, right, right. every time she sees it now, like, yeah. Every time we try to take her on a walk, she's like yeah. a bit weary of like rubbish bins in general. She probably, she probably <laughs> thinks that she thinks it's like a monster, eh? Of like a giant yeah, mouth yeah. that's like ready to eat her. Yeah. And oh. then um, yeah, so it's very funny. Yeah, I gotta say, like, um, raising a puppy, there's things you'd think she'd be like curious or scared of. Yeah. But then she's like indifferent, but then there'll be like other things that you never thought of that yeah. they'll be like scared of. Yeah, so freaked out. Yeah. Um yeah. Yeah, speaking of that, like Ponyo's undergoing like a like a adult like she's she's like what? she's she a ran- midlife crisis. Yeah, like 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 she's randomly been like um because all the way like her whole life she's always been super friendly and just right. like gone up to anyone and just been like oh like yeah. what's up like who are you, but then like quite yeah. recently like only in the last couple of weeks there's been a couple of times when like quite, just only for specific people, it'll yeah. seem like she's like super scared and it'll be like quite weird. Right. Like my friend came over to drop something off or like pick something up and then. Yeah, I, I would I would fully expect her to come out to like you know greet him and all that. But then she was like far in the in the house, like in the back of the lounge, like looking with her ears back, being like oh oh oh, oh, oh. like 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 kind of like 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 real like kind of like wary and scared. I'm like what the heck, right? And then she did that to like a couple more people as well. But then to other people, she'll right. be all good. And then I'm just like right. trying to figure out like what brought this on. Like it felt like like there's someone like hit her recently or something. Or like there's someone abused right. her and now she's like scared or something. I'm like, because this is like never happened. Oh. Yeah, so, that's pretty weird. Um I hope but, you figure it out. Yeah, but probably last point and, and like building on your thing about um how like you know just making the world brighter and you know like how yeah. you like just showing Evie things. I think there are like things mm. that we can learn from our dogs to like make us better people. Right, right. You know, one thing is like you say, like how they just take so much joy and like out of just you know, taking time to stop and smell the flowers um, mm. and just like enjoy every yeah, moment. Out. And like being present, like yeah. when she's eating her meal, you know, she's not thinking about other stuff. Like she's just fully enjoying her food right at that moment. And another thing is like, me and Joe have actually had serious conversations about this, but like how, like the way that Ponyo makes us feel, you know how I talked about that joy and like that sense of like love and like how she makes us feel like yeah. we make her so happy. So we, we're yeah, the bomb. Yeah, 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 like, like, because she makes, she lets, it's so obvious that she, like, loves spending time with us, that it makes us feel yeah. so, like, good. It's kind of, yeah. like, makes us reflect on how, like, can I do that? Like, can I be that type of presence in other people's life? Like, if I'm right. spending time with someone, how do I make them feel like I'm happy to be there? And I'm happy to be yeah. spending time with them so that it makes them feel good. Yeah. So, it sound, I mean, it sounds a little bit dumb, but I think there are a lot of, like these little things, like they live life so like simply, but they, they bring so much store of a lot of joy. Yeah. And they add so much value. And yeah, I think there's actually like life learnings that can be taken from that. Ooh. 
<laughs> How can you add joy to other people's lives? Raise a dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what's yeah. the verdict, man? Is um, owning a dog overrated? Yeah. I feel like with these questions, one thing that one thing has really happened to me recently, eh? Yeah. Like when people ask me these like hypothetical questions, yeah. I feel like I can never answer them anymore because I need so much context now. Okay. So then well, like, just... like I guess just give your answer with some um caveats then or like some conditions that's like yeah like yeah. like you know it's like the classic um well not classic it's like oh like if you could have any superpower what would you what would you have yeah and then like i feel like i feel like a normal person would just be able to answer it but then i feel like i have to ask like a billion questions to like make sure that i'm answering how they want me to right 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 right, way. right right right, right. <laughs> like, like you can't just make up like some bss superpower like the ability to take on more superpowers and it's just like <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs> it's like a non-answer <laughs> uh, yeah yeah exactly a do- okay i'm gonna answer the question as are dogs overrated as pets and i would say no i think they're pretty fairly rated like okay i still think they're an s-tier pet but with an s-tier pet but s-tier in terms of like what um reward i guess yeah but reward but for this reward you need to put in like quite a bit of work yeah um i think as well every pet will have its own disadvantages as well like some will get more sick than others or yeah or maybe their sicknesses are just a bit more made more significant than other pets getting sicknesses yeah um but i think the risk and investment is worth it right at the moment yeah yeah i think i would say yeah i mean i'm kind of in the same boat as you where I'm going to say it depends and I'm going to give two answers. I would say oh, that it depends. Let's go. I would say it's that dogs, <laughs> yeah, man, just like everything in life, but I, I would say the dogs are definitely overrated. If you think um, like, if you're not prepared to train them well, because if mm. you're not prepared to put in that work and to take on those sacrifices that we talked about, mm. then what you're expecting to get out of owning a dog, you're really not going to find. And yeah, that is, yeah. that's really that's a good point. Yeah. And that's really going to make the whole experience quite overrated for you. Um, yeah. Like if you don't put in that work to train your dog and then your dog, you know, ends up um, like aggressive to other people or uh, like they're just not potty trained or they keep ripping stuff up all the time or they're not safe yeah. for your children to be around or like if you don't put in that work, and do that research and do that due diligence then yeah i think the whole experience is probably going to be quite overrated yeah but yeah yeah but in saying that i would say that then having a dog is for sure underrated to people that are just kind of saying oh nah like they only think of the downsides they're like yeah i don't like i don't want to have the inconvenience of owning a dog Mm. like yeah Mm. no no i can't like it'll be too much work but then I would say that if you're willing to put in that initial investment, because I'd say like the most important part of training a dog is really in that first year. If mm. you can like lay all those ground rules and build that relationship with your dog in that first year and your life circumstance allows you to do so, then afterwards, like for sure it's underrated because I can't mm. even like put into words like how much I enjoy having Ponyo in my life. Yeah. So yeah. then, I mean, people can tell from how I've been talking about her on the pod, but like, yeah. Like, I'm just, like, over the moon to own, like, this dog. So yeah. then, like, I feel like no matter how highly you rate it, it would still be underrated. So then, yeah, that's my double-pronged, it depends kind of verdict. The cop yeah, out. I definitely, yeah, I definitely agree with the, like, like, 100% agree with the first point. Like, imagine, like, I guess a, a 
an exa- example would be like if you were to take like a late like if you were to give your kid like lazy parenting you can't just expect the kid to thrive yeah um without your input and yeah. then it's, it's just you're just basically misleading yourself like hard out if you if you think that's gonna like you can have a well-rounded you know successful adult after your kids get all grown up but yeah. if you've not put in the time and effort to like show up to their hobbies or like you know build into their life then it's just like bro like in saying that i feel like that point is like doubly true for dogs because i feel like for humans because you know you, you are like a sentient being you have that oh, yeah, potential, I guess so. like you know you or you have people that overcome like really poor circumstances of like terrible parents mm, that's true and, and become like great yeah. people still because you have yeah. that self-awareness and that ability yeah and then, agency as well over your yeah, own life yeah 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 yeah. but then for a dog like you don't really expect the dog to have that it's like they yeah. are like there are, there's that saying right there are no bad dogs there are only bad owners oh <laughs> yeah so <laughs> it's like yeah i mean that's probably a good place to probably a good place to end it yeah yeah no good chat all right yeah a good flashback to halfway through the episode so <laughs> that wraps up <laughs> this week's episode <laughs> Make sure you guys check us out on leongcha.podcast. Um, we hope you enjoyed today's episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, hope, it, hope it added a little bit of value and insight if you guys are thinking about getting a dog or if you guys already have a dog maybe. And yeah. Yeah. Honestly, if you are feeling like, what's the word? Like more hesitant now compared to before about getting a dog. Yeah. Honestly, I think you're in a good position at the moment because then you should um, just do a little bit more due diligence to make sure you like, have if your life is means, in that i guess yeah 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 i think it is not not everyone yeah. should get a dog at every part of their life but anyway um yeah, yeah hope you guys enjoyed it have a good week have a good sleep go enjoy some walks with your doge or with your friends doges and we will catch you in the next one. Oh my <laughs>